0: You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. Hey
1: everybody, it's your old friend John DeLuna with another fine Get the Skinny. And joining me, my brave co-host, Brian, Madman Kilby. How are you, Brian?
0: Uh, Man, I'm pretty good. Um, Thanksgiving is this week. It's kind of hard to believe.
1: It is. It is. It's like one holiday to go after this, right? Pretty much. Well, a few, you know, that people celebrate right at the end of the year. Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas.
0: Yeah, depending on your uh, your outlook on life and Kwanzaa, stuff like that. Yeah. Fest- yes. Festivus.
1: Festivus, it's the best of us. Um, Brian, random aside: If you were a wrestler, would you have a mask or not have a mask?
0: They call it a hood.
1: Okay. And would uh, you? Yes I, or no?
0: I probably would.
1: Yes, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you'd be the, uh, you'd be like a super luchador.
0: So like uh, growing up, uh, so I live in North Carolina, and uh, back in the '70s and '80s, Mid Atlantic wrestling was the thing, and everybody around here has a Rick Flair, Ric Flair story or, or ten. Uh, you know, people. You know, I I have friends of friends who are, uh, well, I have friends of friends who know quite a few of the wrestlers um, Magnum TA if you guys remember mm-hmm. he's like a project manager down at Charlotte for a construction company um, Ricky Steamboat lives in uh, not the town that I live in but the town I work in just there's all sorts of you know wrestlers around here but growing up a friend of mine uh, used to be a wrestler back in the 50s and 60s and uh, he wore a hood awesome and uh, somebody found out that he was a wrestler he was a heel or a bad guy and they nearly beat him to death with a pool cue
1: what? Yeah. When, when did that happen?
0: Back in, like, the 50s.
1: Okay, the attack happened in the 50s? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, <clears throat> we're, uh, kayfabe is dead, so I'd be shocked if, and somewhat impressed if you guys were still, like, applying kayfabe and like I, that.
0: And I just remember Diecast on Radio Free Cybertron studied to be a wrestler.
1: Yes. Uh, we'll have to ask him to, like, give some more details on that at some point.
0: And one of our wrestlers is, uh, one of our wrestlers, one of our listeners is a wrestler right now. Mm-hmm. He was the Ohio State uh, champion in NWA.
1: Man, that's not too shabby. No. And uh, hey, the other thing that I, um, before we jump into actual food stuff, guys, yes, one more like uh, trivia about a wrestler that, uh, that I was tickled with. Uh, I'm a pretty serious Street Fighter player and um, lifelong fan of that game. Turns out Kenny Omega from New Japan Pro Wrestling is also a super serious um, Street Fighter player who hangs out in the Japanese arcades and uh, mains Cody. And uh, he actually tweets about it every now and then and uh, has pictures of him with pro players and things like that. And uh, he is also, Mr. Kenny Omega is also one of the most popular um, wrestlers amongst like the cool crowd, the indie crowd, the uh, internet wrestling community, if you will. So, he's, he, he's turned down... WWE offers on a number of occasions.
0: That's interesting. So he, yeah. so he plays Alpha 3?
1: Uh, no, Brian, he plays Street Fighter 4. Thank you very much. Okay, um, okay. Yep, 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 yep. Um, anyway, uh, if you want to check out Kenny Omega, I'm sure you can look up his Twitter feed. It's a fun follow. Um, it's, you know what? Here's the thing, too. Last thing, Brian, and this is a we're getting old story. Following Kenny Omega, when I initially learned that he played video games, I thought to myself, wow, that's crazy, Uh, a pro wrestler that plays video games. That's funny. He's like almost 10 years younger than us. Yeah. So it's way more likely that he would play video games compared to me still being in two video games. Yeah. Very true. Sobering thoughts. Sobering thoughts. So I am the weirdo in in, in that observation. Um, Brian, our eating challenge from the last couple weeks, we, we, we sat down the gauntlet lay down the challenge for everybody to go get a big colossal 100 um, meal replacement bar from Metrix. Any flavor you wanted, they're available at Walmart. Uh, the big 100. You've got your apple crisp flavor, you got your brownie, you got this crazy pretzel based one. Uh, there are a few flavors. I think those are really like the three the three options that you have at most Walmarts. So first of all, Brian, were you able to meet the challenge? What flavor was it? And what did you think?
0: So I cheated. Uh, Yes, I was. I mean, I'm a fan. I am a fan of the big 100 bar. Um, I got the super cookie crunch, which is uh, my standard. And um, yeah, I mean, I I like it. Um, It's, Basically, unlike any other protein bar that I've ever had, because typically they are very uh, chewy mm, mm-hmm. uh, protein bars, or uh, not super flavorful. Not that the super cookie crunch would ever pass as uh, like a, like a delicious snack. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. it's not it's not disgusting by any stretch. It certainly probably. In my opinion, it's the best tasting protein bar, but it's, uh, you know, if some if like a kid were given this or like a Snickers or something, <laughs> the kid's picking the Snickers.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they're calling uh, child protective services on you if you give this to a kid. Uh,
0: no, it's 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 like th- it's only like what 420 calories. That's a meal.
1: Oh yeah, I'm just talking from a flavor standpoint. Oh yeah. Um, it's torture, probably, to somebody who isn't on a restrictive diet. But like you were saying, if, if you're on, a, it's kind of like Arctic Zero. If you're on a restrictive diet, really in any way, this is uh, probably quite a treat from a flavor standpoint. You're going to Flavor Town on this, relatively speaking.
0: I'd say it's quite a bit better than that. Yeah, I would say that you. I, this is just my gut telling me. Mm-hmm. But if you, um, if you gave this to four people, I would say three out of the four would actually say it probably tastes pretty good.
1: Um. Yeah, I wouldn't argue on that. I, I definitely think there's a pleasing element to it, especially if you find a flavor that you like. Now, you hate the apple, and I like the apple. Yeah. So we got a love hate thing going on with the apple stuff. So if you like, um, here's the challenge. I, I guess here's the challenging part with the apple crisp um, one. There's a little bit of a texture thing going on with the apple crisp flavor. Because unlike your, your, um, Unlike yours, you kind of got like icing on the top, right?
0: Uh, yeah, like, but there's still a texture problem with
1: it. Yeah, yeah, but at least it's um, it's sp- supposed to be icing. Like you look at it, and it's like okay, they're trying to pull off icing. On the apple crisp one, I think they're trying to pull off apple pie filling. Yeah, I think. And um, it's a it's a little murky. The execution's a little iffy. I'll I'll say that. And um. Whatever you do, don't leave it in a hot car. Don't leave the apple crisp in a hot car and, and try to attempt to devour a warm, semi-melted apple crisp. Um, it is a uh, it is a challenge of the highest level to uh, to get that bad boy down. Once it starts melting, it is not uh, it's not a pretty sight, and it's not uh, it's not the the greatest uh, sensation on your tongue. I'll just say that. So eat it cold. Nice and nice and firm, you know, not runny at all. And uh, if you like, if you like I'm trying to apply like a, a similar flavor to the apple crisp, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's not like eating a fresh apple. It's
0: <laughs> it's it's
1: kind of like it, it, again. I think I'm going back to apple pie filling. Apple pie filling without without the level of sweetness that apple pie filling has and and the cinnamon. So. It, I don't know. It it's it's fake apple. What am I going to tell you? It, it, with a slight a slight um a slight plastic aftertaste. What can I say, Brian?
0: I would personally I would like uh the candy bar to be a little sweeter and a little um I don't know. It's it's missing this it's missing a it could really go for like more buttery sort of flavor cuz it doesn't really taste like mm. a cookie. Mm-hmm. A cookie is pretty buttery. Uh, so like it's not—I I wouldn't consider it decadent by any stretch. Uh, it—it's it, not that it lacks sweetness, but it could probably stand to be a little sweeter to be like, um, like a real cookie. The thing that gets me about the super cookie crunch, and I—I I, I do really like it—is when you bite into it. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it has that fake uh, frosting thing on the top. Mm-hmm. Once your teeth pass that the there's like a complete change in um the texture it becomes it's sort of hard but it's not like it's kind of like um a, an incredibly firm brownie yeah i guess it's not it's not it's kind of crispy but still kind of chewy and like biting into it if you like take your time to savor it it's um honestly in my mind it's a little disconcerting um just because uh just because of the um strange uh, the strange uh juxtaposition of the uh of this really weird semi frosting in this semi cookie it doesn 't really play it really doesn 't play in like the cookie space as as well as it as it should. I guess that goes back though to the conversation that we were having earlier in respect to the candy bar to it mm-hmm. being like for somebody who is on a restrictive diet I would say if you 're on a super restrictive diet, you probably would consider it decadent. But I think yeah. for the average person, it tastes good enough to where you wouldn't turn it down if offered. You probably wouldn't trade it for a hamburger. But um, if you have to have a protein bar uh, or like a meal replacement bar, I would say that most people would think that that would be a pretty good one.
1: Yeah, speaking of hamburgers, um, this is definitely like a meal unto itself because if you look at the nutrition facts, and I think they're more or less – Uh, The similar, if not the same, across the different flavors. There's a slight variation here and there, but not too much. But Just as an example, the the apple crisp version uh, has 400 calories. And it has, uh, as a percent of your daily value, it has uh, 15% of your total daily value of fat, 10 grams of fat. Saturated fat has 5 grams. So that is 25% of your daily value. Um, you recommend a daily amount of saturated fat, 25%. So four bars, for whatever reason, you go on like a, a Big 100 exclusive diet for a day. All you got to do is eat four of them and you're done as far as fat, saturated fat. Uh, cholesterol, actually not much at all, just 2%, 5 milligrams. Um, sodium, fair amount, uh, 380 milligrams. That's 16% of your daily uh, recommended serving. Uh, carbs, not too bad, 47 grams. That's also 16% little bit of fiber, not much. A lot of protein, fair amount of protein, I should say. Maybe not a ton. It's not a chicken breast. But uh, for 400 calories, you get 31 grams of protein. Not bad. A little bit of calcium, a little bit of potassium. So um, so Brian, my question to you on that kind of thing was um, serving size. Uh, would you say like is this uh, enough food, enough stuff, enough mass to make a, make a meal?
0: I would say for – so, in general, as Americans, and not everyone listening is an American, but I would say, as an American, we uh, probably eat more than we need to. We definitely eat more than we need to. Uh, it's a very large bar. Uh, it is. I would say that if you are uh, eating a relatively uh, realistic, fair, fair meal, you know, like a two thousand calorie diet, it's probably enough. Um, if you don't, if you eat more than that. It's probably not going to be enough. But, I mean, for some people, 400 calories is, like, two-thirds of a meal or even half a meal. Mm. Uh, but I would say, like, in my mind, like you said, if four of these. So if uh, you had four, that would be 1,640 calories and 120 grams of protein, uh, which that's actually, unless you're, like, really into lifting weights, that's actually pretty good. On yeah, 30. it's a lot. Uh, but it doesn't quite give you enough carbs. Uh, believe it or not, that would only give you uh, 64% of your uh, daily um, value of carbohydrates. And, uh, I mean, there are other things where uh, you could, I'm certain you could get by with the fat. You probably don't need more fat than that. Uh, But uh, one thing that really surprises me about it, and I guess with the taste, it kind of makes sense. It only has uh, 600 milligrams of sodium. Mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of foods, even you know foods that are supposed to be healthy uh have, you know pack on the sodium uh, For sure and, and this really doesn't so literally if you were eating four of these a day, you would probably be okay i would say you might want to take uh you might want to take uh a multivitamin and eat some greens or something but um uh there are worse things you could do uh
1: well i know i know i know you and Kim would definitely be on the Fiber supplement for sure. Yeah, I know what's important in that house.
0: Uh, yeah, and Kim loves these, by the way. Really? She will, yeah, she will take these to work and eat them for lunch.
1: Uh-huh, okay. I mean, they are convenient. Uh, they're probably what would you say, like, depending on what kind of candy bar you're comparing it to, one and a half to two candy bars in mass, depending on the, the, the candy bar you're comparing it to.
0: Yeah, she's weird when it comes to food, anyway. Like, she mostly lives on, uh, Lunchables, like ramen and uh, Coke.
1: How are Lunchables these days?
0: Uh, they're just like they were. Not Coke is in Coca-Cola, not cocaine. Uh, they are just like they were when we were kids, pretty much, except they no longer come with Andy's mints.
1: Oh, very good. Um, are they still like high in sodium?
0: Oh, yeah. Mm. But she loves those things. I don't know why.
1: Um, you know what? I haven't tried it in a while. Maybe we can do this uh, at some point. Maybe this will be one of our taste tests down the line. Hot Pockets.
0: Oh man! So I really got into eating hot pockets uh, five or ten years ago mm-hmm. uh, with lean pockets because they're so convenient, okay. but they're so not good. But oh I was, really? I would totally be up for uh, doing that as a food challenge.
1: Yeah, the lean pocket that may be next level stuff. I'm talking about the good old classic when we were growing up, like the hot pocket. Do you remember when the hot pocket like debuted? Like thereabouts? Do you remember when that was like a thing? Like all of a sudden on the scene? I don't. I kind of do. I, I want to say I kind of do because I I want to say I'll look this up before that taste test comes. I want to say they were like a early an early first half of the '80s kind of innovation for sure. So I I was probably just on the edge of like remembering being able to remember stuff like that, but I, I think I definitely remember when it was a thing and every kid ate them for after school snack. And I don't know, I remember anyway. I would be I would love to revisit that. So, so Brian, actually, before we before we go, like you said, it is Thanksgiving time, and uh, I looked up some uh, some tips for a thinner Thanksgiving. I'll run through them real fast with WebMD, because uh, as much as we love uh, WebMD, uh, subtle and um, you know nuanced is is not what they're about. So if these are obvious, it's because it's WebMD. But you know. There's nothing wrong with being obvious. So some tips for this Thanksgiving to maybe not uh, not blow your diet out, the, uh, out of the water and over the next three or four days. Uh, one, get active. So if you have a um, an exercise routine, try not to break from it. Uh, even though uh, we've got the holidays and guests and, and different schedules and you're taking time off of work, just try not to um, mess up your exercise routine. Uh, the second one, eat breakfast. So even on Thanksgiving Day, it may be hard to um, – to take your mind off uh, the big lunch or dinner that's coming your way, but be sure to eat breakfast. That'll, uh, that'll help you eat less later in the day. Uh, lighten up. So watch it with the butter and the salt and uh, all that stuff that you kind of sprinkle on your food uh, during Thanksgiving dinner or lunch. Just watch it. Uh, also watch your portions, right? So try to not... Try to not create like a super plate, um, like a Golden Corral style, <laughs> like massive super platter of food.
0: And and don't try to get around that by having small portions, but going back for like fourths and fifths and sixths.
1: Yes, perfect. Uh, 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 let's see here what do we got. Oh, uh, slowly savor. So try to eat a little bit slower, and uh, obviously go easy on the alcohol. Right, arrive alive. Uh, two and uh, just two more. One, be realistic. So um, don't beat yourself up if you do kind of you know, fall off the wagon a little bit. It is Thanksgiving. It is the holidays. You're going to be around a bunch of like food that you're normally not around. Uh, you're human. So, so go easy on yourself if you, if you do indulge a little bit. And, and then the uh, last thing, which I thought was a really good tip actually, was survey the field. So look at all your options that you're going to have, um, including desserts. And kind of have a plan in your head to save space for all the things that you want to eat. Don't stuff yourself with everything that comes your way and then make room, so to speak, for like dessert. So have a plan when you you look at the spread on Thursday.
0: So with that being said, uh, Thursday is Thanksgiving. Do we want to make our next food uh, challenge Thanksgiving-related?
1: Sure. Let's do it.
0: Oh, man. So I – the only thing I can really think that's universal is uh cranberry sauce but i I hate cranberry sauce I can't oh my do God, it, it so, me... do I. so um oh gosh i wish i'd I wish I'd thought of this in advance we um, can
1: tweet it you can think about it and then tweet it
0: oh yeah great idea uh follow us on twitter at g t s podcast and uh we will share that out uh by thanksgiving which is thursday the twenty eighth is that the twenty eighth
1: um, Let me see here, 26th maybe? Yeah,
0: okay, the 26th. Yeah. So we will share out what the challenge is for the next episode of Get the Skinny. Just yes. follow us on Twitter.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, hey, Brian, you know what? I can't think of a better way to wrap up the show than mentioning that uh, after Thanksgiving is a very popular gift-giving season. And there's a website out there. You may have heard of it, Amazon.com. They have things. That people like to buy for other people or themselves as gifts. That's true. They're a spunky uh, startup, and we've partnered with them. And if you go to tfradio.net and click the Amazon link, you will be supporting us and supporting Amazon. Like, I don't know if they're going to make it. So you need to go to tfradio.net slash Amazon or tfradio.net and just click the Amazon link, do your shopping. And uh, when you check out, some nickels and dimes go into Brian's pocket. And he uses those to keep the podcasts, like this one, going, flowing, free. Everybody likes free. And we love that you guys listen to us every week. So tfradio.net, click the Amazon link. tfradio.net slash Amazon, however you want to do it. Uh, you support us, and uh, and we thank you. So, uh, Brian, I think that was one Jossam get the skinny. Do you want to say goodbye to everybody?
0: Goodbye, everybody.
1: Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next time. This has been Get The
0: Skinny.